0: Think the classical music is not for you, and you don't know where to start, or maybe you're a fan already and would welcome a fresh approach. You've come to the right place. Perfect Pitch is for everyone—beginners or experts, whatever your age. Lend Nick Healy Hutchinson your ears for his weekly dose of classical music that will enrich your life. Only
1: Tchaikovsky had the
0: foresight to predict that the opera Carmen
1: the Parisian Georges Bizet's final work, which was a complete flop in its first performance in 1874, would turn out to be one of the most popular operas ever written. The reception at his first performance was so bad it meant that the composer went to his grave only a few months later, completely unaware of the huge success it would one day become. And that first negative reaction can be said to be typical of much of his work, most of which was largely forgotten in the years following his early death another young departure at just 36. In fact, the French have a specific expression for this, la traversée du désert, crossing from the desert, reflecting the works of composers which have gone into the wilderness and being discovered with revived popularity many years after their deaths. Bizet's bon viveur, quick-tempered and heavy cigar-smoking lifestyle, brought on two heart attacks, and he did not recover from the second. But that initial negative view of his music was happily revised in the 20th century and he's now given the recognition he deserves and not just for Carmen. When he was only 17 in 1855 Bizet wrote his symphony in C. Mendelssohn was the same age when he wrote the incidental music for A Midsummer Night's Dream and there's plenty of playful Mendelssohn in this as well as hints of Schumann here and there too. Occasionally it's still referred to as his symphony number one which is a slightly superfluous title, as his first was also his last. Oddly, it was never performed in his lifetime and lay undiscovered until 1933, receiving its first public performance a couple of years later. Bizet never gave any clear reason as to why he didn't want it published in his life, although a possible explanation is that he was aware of its similarities with a popular symphony by Charles Gounod, his teacher at the Paris Conservatoire. And strangely, unlike other European countries, notably Germany of course, symphonic writing was not really a thing in France, more something which had to be done as a sort of exercise as part of musical education, a stepping stone to the real goal, the opera house. Anyway, I think it's a piece oozing with charm and the work of some maturity from a 17-year-old. So since he didn't write any more symphonies, and as we don't often hear a whole work, I'm going to hand over today's podcast to this one alone. And I hope you'll see why and won't be disappointed, or worse, think I'm being lazy. The truth is, I was only going to play the first movement, but after listening to the rest, I thought it was crazy to leave you in the lurch and wonder how it goes on. So here it is in full, Bizet's Symphony in C in the traditional four-movement structure, played by the Royal Cosechibar Orchestra, conducted by Bernard Hyatink. Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: Thank you.